Butch and Ricky here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, I just want to say uh, apologies to Richie and producer Adem for when the song's been on during the show you're about to hear, I've been lying on the floor rolling on a roller because I've still got a bad back. You've tried a few things uh, and it's not rare for you to be on the floor yep. uh, whilst things are going on here in the studio um, treating your back. But this is uh, this is new because did you did you have to go out and do something in the kitchen with that? <laughs> Were you greasing it up or something? What's greasing going on? Up. Well, it, to look at it, it's like a little blue... Um, looks like a dog kong. Dog, it does like a dog kong. Um, and basically, it's got like spikes and stuff on it. Mm. But what you do is you have to put it in the microwave for 90 seconds, then roll on it. So it's really good. Oh, but really? the thing is, I, I was worried about taking it down to our main floor where yeah. absolutely radio all the tables are and all the bosses are. So I had to put it in my bag. So I went down with my bag on. And our boss, Paul, who you're about to hear, we went to the pub with earlier on, was looking at me weirdly like, why is Bush come down with his bag as if he's going? Yeah. It's like five minutes to go to the show. I sneaked it in the microwave. I've been rolling on it during the show. It is doing the trick. I just worry that I'm quite bad for leaving stuff behind. And I wonder if Dave or the team see that tomorrow morning, they're going to wonder what the hell is going on on home time in the evenings. I think they'd draw their own conclusions and it wouldn't be good for you. No, it wouldn't be good for me. So watch this space. I mean, you know, I'm up for buying more bits and bobs to help my back. So far, this might be doing the trick. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Hope you had a good weekend. Um, is weird stuff afoot in your life right now? Is stuff happening that doesn't normally happen? You're thinking, what's going on? This is strange. This isn't normally how things go down. Something weird is afoot. It's happened to us today. We came in for a two o'clock meeting with our boss. Normally only ever on a Wednesday. Today, beginning of the week, on a Monday, 2pm, he takes us to the pub. We weren't expecting that, were we? What's that all about? That's not a Monday lunchtime activity. We were there sinking Amstel in the middle of Camden, uh, in the middle of Soho, sorry, thinking, what's, go- what's going on here? Is this a trap? Yeah, I know. I'm sat there th- thinking, this meeting's got good vibes, <laughs> but surely there's something coming soon. There must be a hit. I thought he was letting us go. <laughs> exactly. I thought, well, I'll, I'll enjoy this, because it's been a blast, <laughs> but we're still here, and there was no bad news. Something's weird. But it's good, though, you take that on a Monday. Yeah. Because, you know, you can get to the end of the week sometimes and life is such a pattern of behaviour, it's yeah. always the same. So when stuff that does happen that's kind of uh, a bit different or a bit out of the ordinary, you've got to celebrate that, I think. Absolutely, it's great. And, like, you know, everything, when you looked at it on paper and you get a message saying, can we have a meeting on Monday, 2pm, you're thinking, oh, oh man, what's yeah, this all on. about? Come on, okay. Paul. And then we go to the pub and nothing happens. So He's set a president now, though, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He certainly has. has. So, so if you've had that kind of day, if something weird has happened, strange happened, where you're thinking, this is not normally how it goes. Maybe the kids said thank you for something. Maybe you had green lights all the way in on the way in, or a workmate that doesn't normally make teas has made tea. Or someone in your office you always say hello to and they never say anything back. Finally, they've turned around and say, hey, how are you doing? How was your weekend? Exactly. The weird thing is, right, before we left, we our boss Paul said... Should we have another one? And then we thought it's probably for the best in terms of planning this show that we don't. <laughs> yeah. Imagine what would have happened if we'd have had another pint. We wouldn't be here right now. That would have been it. Would not be here it's right really now. It's a really long song, compilation <laughs> album or something. <laughs> so if there's something that's happened in your life uh, over the last 24 hours where you think, this is weird... This does not normally happen like this. Something strange is afoot. Uh, tell us what it is. 8.12.15 tweets to Absolute Radio. I went to the barbers earlier on, yeah. and she always, without fail, and sometimes I think, is she going to say it or not, she offers to trim my eyebrows, which makes me feel like an old man. Yeah. Today, she didn't mention the eyebrows. There you go. I thought that's out of the ordinary. <laughs> that's very out of the ordinary. I'll take that. <laughs> Gary says, my 12-year-old had a shower Sunday morning without us having to nag first. Unbelievable. Uh, Rob from Grantham says, good afternoon, gents. My 
little boy, Luca, who was playing with his toys yesterday. Out of the blue, he just came out with, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> He's three in January. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Uh, Christine, what has happened that never happens? Uh, well, I was washing up at the window. We live in a town called Bracknell. So, and there was a pheasant on the roof in the house opposite. We don't get pheasants in Bracknell. Wow. Um, I sent a picture as well. Oh, Brit, so you're, you're there doing the washing up, and I do the same thing. I look out the back window when I'm doing the washing up, yeah. and your eyes were drawn upwards, and there's just a pheasant stood there contemplating it on all the on the roof. Yeah, never have I seen a pheasant in the 42 years that I've lived here. Wow. Do you know what? I have to bring this up, right? I saw a UFO about 15 years ago. <laughs> like I said, we've, we've been to the pub before the show. <laughs> no, I did. Christine, it was about three four, about 3.45 in the morning on the M4, passing Bracknell. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. So you're saying Bracknell might be the epicentre of unusual, like, like the, the loop from Tales from the Loop. Pheasants, UFOs, they get it all there. Unbelievable. I oh, know. There was actually there was someone saying on Facebook a few weeks ago about a UFO from Bracknell. So. All right, well, look, we're not turning this into a show about UFOs. But, but, but seriously, though, if you've seen anything else in Bracknell that's unusual, <laughs> do get in touch. No. You Google the Bracknell Triangle, I promise you it will come up with stuff. It's yeah. a nightclub you do not want to go to. <laughs> Well. Kirsten says, Friday morning, deceased seagull in the fish pond. Ooh. Not expecting that. Friday evening, deceased rabbit in the pony stable. Uh, really not expecting that, apart from that, just a normal day. Sounds like some kind of gothic horror going around at Kirsten's house. <laughs> it certainly does. Keep us posted, Kirsten, and let us know what happens tonight. Uh, Steve in Reading says, what about this, guys? My niece posted a TikTok video that the rules have changed to the card game Uno. Apparently you can no longer put a plus two on top of a plus two, giving the next person four to pick up. Imagine the arguments this will cause when the game comes out again at Christmas. What's going on? It's all weirdness today, isn't it? Paul, something weird happened that uh, doesn't normally happen to you? I was the first person at a brand new checkout in Aldi. <laughs> well, never so, happened. So just set the scene, Paul. So you're there, and normally, like, you, sta- you have to stand in the queue. That's the end of it. There's, there's no hope for you. But you've seen and this open. get to the front of the queue, then they open the next ones. But okay. I just got to the back of the queue, and they said, they're opening checkout two, which was opposite, and I just dashed in there. Do you know what, Paul? It is <laughs> shopping it. dreams, isn't it? I've, I've never had that. I, I've, seen, yeah. I've seen checkouts open in Aldi. Always someone else gets there first. Never me. Yeah. No queuing in there, though, is there? That's the no, so did you, get, did you get to spread all your stuff out over the conveyor belt and everything, just take your time? I did, I did. You feel like you're almost on a bit of a come-down. Do you know what I mean? Like post, post, post-coital post kind of come-down coming on here from you. Well, well, Lidl have got to win me over now, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I like Paul, he's very dry. This is very yeah. true. <laughs> Uh, we've been asking you if weird things have been happening today that never normally happen. Andy, what's happened to you? Well, I, I get I get dressed in the dark, and I put on. A is this by choice hat. or is this by necessity? It's by necessity. Okay. I, I put on this pair of um, smart blue chinos, and I wore them to work, and I'm quite confident. I look down midday, I realise they're not blue; they're black. Oh. I I don't own any black chinos. Oh, oh! So look, you you didn't look down until midday. It was until midday you finally looked down and thought, "On oh, a minute, these aren't the right trusts." That was the first time I realised that the, the the slight colour variation. But that's I mean that means you ain't gone to the toilet until midday. Uh, well, I have, but you know I'm I'm over fifty now, so you know some things I can do by memory. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think might be at the the very heart of this strange mystery that you've got going on in your life? Um, I don't know. 
I really don't know. Well, where, where, where have the black where have the black chinos come from? Where, where, whose are they? I'm suspecting they're my sons. Um, <laughs> he'll be mortified. Okay, so as we speak at the moment, you're wearing you might be wearing your son's trousers. Yes. Well, I have to take my hat off to you because, trust me, I could not wear my son's trousers uh, even for, like, three years of dieting. No way. Well, well what can I say? <laughs> I, I don't think you'll be very pleased. Good lad. Bush and Ritchie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you can be bagging yourself £1,000 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? On the line, hoping to do just that, is Richard. How are you doing, Richard? Uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks. What's yourself? Very, very good. Very good. you got a fine name. Uh, what's been going on over your weekend? Um, I had a uh, good weekend, played golf, and then uh, went out for, uh, for a few beers with a few friends at the weekend. So if you were to put marathon at the end of something you've done, obviously you didn't do the London Marathon, what would the marathon be this weekend, Richard? Probably beer marathon then. Beer I would marathon. <laughs> I'd go and see them live if they were a band. Beer marathon. <laughs> well done. Uh, let's hope your judgment's not too impaired today, Richard. Uh, we've got the rules for uh, the quiz for you. Here we go. Seven questions, one from each of our sister stations Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s, and the present day. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time is up, the game ends. Does that make sense? It certainly does. Good. Right. Uh, let's play through the decades. Richard, what decade would you like to start in? I'll start in the 60s. Why not? All right. All right. Through the decades. 60s. Name the British doll created by pedigree dolls and toys as a rival to Barbie. Cindy. Correct. 70s. Which actor played R.P. McMurphy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Uh, Jack Nicholson. Correct. 80s. Take On Me is an 80s song by which Norwegian pop group? Uh-huh. Yes. 90s. Who knocked England out of the 1998 FIFA World Cup finals in France on penalties? Germany? No. Oh. Keep them coming. Uh, oh, Argentina? Yes. Noughties. A Rush of Blood to the Head is the second studio album by which band? Coldplay. Yes. Tens, Rami Malek played which Queen musician in the film Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, Freddie Mercury. Correct. Now, present day, name the current host of the Great British Bake Off. It's um, uh, Paul Hollywood. Or Noel Fielding, Matt Lucas. Yeah! Yeah! Wow, you're right at the very death there. You just managed to clamber back and get back to the present day. You've gone through time. Get in there. What about that? I thought for a second there was going to be a stumble over Paul Hollywood there and it was going to be an awful finish, but Richard, well done. £1,000. Gut reaction, where's oh, that going? That is fantastic. Well, you obviously, times are hard, the, the uh, energy crisis and all that, so my golf membership's due up. Uh, and I'm going to pay that. <laughs> Good man. Don't put it in the pot for the family to get power. Stick it on the golf membership. Yeah, exactly. Keep some shit. Brilliant. Absolutely love that. Uh, well done. We play again tomorrow for your chance to play and bag yourself a grand like Richard has for your golf membership. Yeah. Uh, call 0330 123 1215. you got until six to enter. Full terms and conditions at absoluteradio.co.uk. And if you can't wait till then, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. 
tell you something I'm worried about Christmas. Uh, worried about Christmas. A couple of things that has come out during today's show. Oh, no, what's happened? Uh, first of all, you gave us the news um, earlier on about uh, Uno and uh, this plus two rule change, all right? That's going to cause havoc this Christmas. World War Three. that... Quality Street have announced they are changing the wrappers of the Quality Street streets suites ahead of Christmas. <laughs> is that their new advertising slogan? It is, yeah. It's a really catchy one, yeah. It's going to catch a lot of people out, but it's their new one. So what are they going to do then? Uh, well, obviously, um, the, the famous wrappers that we've had for all these years are very bright and very shiny. They're shiny because of the plastic, and plastic is not the way forward, my friend. In fact, if you close your eyes, it's almost the sound of Christmas, hearing people opening those whilst you've got the TV show on. Exactly, and they all go straight to landfill and they ain't going to do anything. Uh, so going forward, they're all going to be the same colour, but uh, they're going to be made out of uh, vegetable wax. Oh, my word. Vegeta- <laughs> yes. That's something really sexy for Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> vegetable wax. <laughs> I'm fine with this, all right? I'm a traditionalist. I'm fine with this as long as they get rid of the coconut eclair. Well, well, what, what, what do you mean? Oh, there's no place for that. Of all the, the... There's some real, like, stinkers in the old quality street. Well, like what? Stable. Like I want what? anything that's got a nut in the middle of it. Fine with that. No, 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 no. Are you sure you've got no problem with the Snickers? I, I love a Snickers, yeah. There you are. No, but I mean like big nut. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't like a big nut? I don't like a big nut. I've heard that said. You, well, do you, you don't like a bounty? Have you got a problem with a bounty? I, I don't like a bounty. I've, I've, you're the only person I've ever met that doesn't like a bounty. Oh, mate, they'll all come out of the woodwork now. Oh, I'll producer Adam's shaking his head. You don't like a bounty either? Don't do coconut. Oh, my gosh. You're missing out. <laughs> it's all about the vegetable wax. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Uh, so, if you did the London Marathon yesterday, good on you. How are you feeling today? <laughs> what kind of noises are you making when you bend down and pick stuff up, or even try and put your socks on? I, just, I don't even know how people do marathons. Was it twenty-seven miles? Twenty-six point uh, twenty-six and a bit. Uh, which is unbelievable. Uh, some amazing stories, people doing it for brilliant reasons and stuff. It's a really inspiring bit of TV watching it yesterday, especially when you sat on your backside in Chucky Bottoms like I was watching it. But my, I don't know about anyone else, but my social media timeline yesterday was filled with people covered in sweat with medals and Strava maps and drinking Lucozade, that kind of thing. <laughs> but you know what, though? I felt kind of left out because I didn't do the London Marathon. Yeah. I just ate like a lot of cake yesterday. I felt kind of bad about it. So I thought this hour of home time, bearing in mind that the weekend has been a lot about the marathon, we're going to offer moral support to people who didn't get off their backsides and run the London Marathon yesterday. All you need to do to be involved, to be involved in that conversation, is add marathon to the main thing you did this weekend. <laughs> so think about the, the, the bulk of your weekend was one thing. Put marathon next to it. So for me, Fireguard Marathon. Fireguard Marathon. Our, our eight-month-old Stella is in everything. Our baby is crawling and everything. We've got a wood burner, which we're having to use a hell of a lot more now because yeah. everything's gone up. So I've had to reattach our old fire guard to stop her from crawling. Because it'd be like a, a red rag to a bull for mm-hmm. her. So I had a fire guard marathon this weekend. Polyfiller marathon. Polyfiller marathon. I can't even say it. Does feel like uh, 26 cracks, to be quite frank. Uh, there's also a building work done a little while back. Yeah. Obviously, the house after Big Wheel. Sorry, building... the 26 cracks joke has just landed for me. That's what you mean <laughs> now. You. I wonder where that was going. Uh, the house settles over time, and there's just little, little cracks in like the plaster, and they all needed polyfillering. Is that, is that, do you get like a pot of it, or you got the ch- squeezy tube? Squeezy tube. And uh, what is it called? Like a trowel? It's not a trowel, is it? Sometimes I like using like an old like Boots loyalty card. <laughs> Makes you feel like you're living the, like someone out of you know Grand Theft Auto. Smooth lines though. I bet they are. I bet they are. Thank you. Uh, Julia has got in touch with us. She had a pig rubbing marathon. Oh yeah. And she sent us a video of her, what appears to be tickling pigs lying on their back in a field. And this is the actual audio from it. She loves it. Oh my god. 
Hello. The pig actually loves it. Girl. I've not oh, seen this video. The sound of it, though, <laughs> that's what's happening, right? That's just a pig on its back. Okay. I, I mean, you can't see the pig's legs. We must be going like a dog when you tickle a dog's tummy. So add marathon to what you're doing this weekend. Join the conversation. Sean could be in more pain than anyone who's done the actual marathon because he did the Liverpool Stag Do Marathon. Liverpool Stag Do Marathon. Imagine. Two words for Sean today. Sweaty and scared. <laughs> uh, Claire says, married at first sight, UK watching marathon. We did that last night as well. Get on it. Before you slag it off, it's really good. Uh, Kelly says, visiting a model village marathon. Sent a brilliant photo of a cat relaxing in a market square. It looks like a giant. <laughs> Don't you love a model village? I love a model village. Love a model village. Are there loos on the way round? What do you do if you need the loo? I'd be thinking a lot about needing the loo. Uh, it's easier for the gents than it is for the ladies. I bet it is. Uh, there are toilets um, that you can queue for, um, and then there are opportune moments. I think a friend of mine who did it like knocked on someone's like door mm. to see if they could use their loo. So but a lot of it yesterday, which was brilliant to see, people with medals and per- posting their personal best, their times, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people who didn't do it kind of feel left out a little bit. So don't worry, we're going to cut you in on the feel-good vibes on home time this evening. All you need to do, it's as simple as that, is add marathon to the main thing that you did this weekend, and then you're included in the conversation. Longy's had a vinyl marathon. That sounds all right, doesn't it? Just listening to his vinyl, perfect. Just sitting on the floor, cross-legged with those big <laughs> earphones on. Kirsty says, filling the holes left after I removed the unwanted curtain pole after putting up the IKEA two-meter-wide roller blackout blind I did yesterday, and my arms hurt as the screws are in tight marathon. Sounds similar to my polyfiller marathon. Certainly does. How many? Uh, how many cracks? You called it twenty-six cracks. Twenty-six cracks. That's going to be the name of your tour down the line, <laughs> Richie Firth. Twenty-six cracks. <laughs> Uh, we've got Scott on the line. Scott, what marathon did you do over the weekend? I was making 300 pasties. 300 pasties? That's not oh, recreational use, that's dealing. <laughs> well, it is in Cornwall, isn't it? And that literally is a pasty marathon. It is a pasty marathon. What were you making 300 pasties for, Scott? Um, it's just a food event um, in, a, in a local town. Tell me, how hard is it to make a pasty? Because anything involving pastry, I, I put down as hard. When I first started, I felt like I just had, I had toes for fingers. <laughs> But after, but after a while, you get you get used to the, you know the onions hurt your eyes and and you just can't it's just horrible. You, um, but after, after a little time, you, you're used to it. Now, because obviously I'm from Devon and I, I love pasties. I'll eat them all the time wherever I go. I'll always pick up a pasty, that kind of thing. Is there a difference between a Devonshire pasty and a Cornish pasty? Um, there's there's lots of uh, you go I guess rumours of what a difference is, but rumours. Yeah, so some say it's a top crimp, some say it's a side crimp. Some say the ingredients are different. Wow. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a huge debate. If you, There's lots of Facebook pages with huge arguments and debates about who came first and all that stuff. It's pa- pasties and cream teas are a big thing in Devonshire life. And there was a weird rhyme that we used to do on the schoolyard in Tolkien. I don't even know what it me- meant, but you used to go up to people and go, don't be nasty, show us your pasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had it. I've had that myself. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Jealous of your schoolyard. Sounds it was so fun. Cuthbert Main, hell of a laugh. D6 Base on Twitter says he had a bath sealing marathon. What, what a marathon that is. He sealed a bath. Ah, of course. Whatever that toothpaste yeah. looking stuff is. Grout. I did such a bad job of grouting our bathroom, I had to get a man to come in and sort it for me. <laughs> Most humiliating day of my, my life. I do hope he did it with a full bath. Oh, that's a good point, because when the weight's in there... Exactly. That's a good little tip. Thank you. I don't have many DIY tips, but that is one. I like that one. Uh, cook- is that the 26 cracks you're talking about? <laughs> that's one big crack, mate. Um, uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Liz says, feeding a, 
a capybara marathon? Is that an animal? Could a, ca- a capybara, yes. She's been, she's, got, she's been feeding it all weekend. I don't think you get capybaras in the UK. I don't know where she is, but it's on a log and she's feeding it. <laughs> Cookies in Bristol. Uh, new tattoo marathon. Whether that is one big one or uh, many multiples, I don't know. Please clarify it, 12.15. We've got Jazz on the line. Jazz, what kind of marathon were you doing this weekend? Since the beginning of lockdown, me and my partner Cheryl, we've been doing the disco kitchen. Okay. What's a disco kitchen? Well, basically, it's we've, we've, our kitchen is um, we put lights in it and everything, a disco ball. Oh, yeah. uh, music and every weekend we always we go in there and have a few drinks and put Whoa, a disco. <laughs> love that. Is it just, and it's just the two of you with music dancing around. Do you get anyone else in or or anything? No, we have friends that come over as well. Yeah. So, has your kitchen has your kitchen got a name now? Have you being that is sort of like disco vibes? Have you given it some kind of name? Like I don't know, yeah. like um, shades oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> Neptunes. Now no, we call it Cheryl's Disco Kitchen. Cheryl's Disco Disco Kitchen. And what's the longest amount of time, then, talking to marathons you've been bopping around your kitchen for? Yeah, (laughs) that's what we do, yeah. We've been doing it for, like, since, you know, since the beginning of lockdown. Right, so it's consecutive weekends since the beginning of lockdown. That's the marathon. Yeah, yeah. And on a Sunday morning, what time are people normally getting kicked out? (laughs) Well, it depends, isn't it? Probably have breakfast or whatever and go whenever they want. It's an all-nighter. Is it? And what's your whole take on footwear? Are trainers allowed or it's not allowed? Well, actually, we, we, we dress up. We put on disco gear or whatever whatever event is happening or whatever is happening in the calendar, wow. we dress up to it. I'd love to so get an invite. Like day or something like that, we'll dress up in an army gear and all that. You know? So we've got, we got loads of clothes and stuff, you know, so fancy gear and that. It's funny, we, we, we were the pair of Richie and I thinking we'll get involved in that. We just heard you say army gear and it just changed <laughs> tax slightly. Everything, everything. No, not just army gear. We've got all sorts. Uh, Beetlejuice, Friday the 3rd, Everything. Wow. <laughs> have, you, have you got, like, an Instagram account for this or anything? Um, no, we just do it on a go Facebook Live or something like that. Facebook <laughs> Live at Cheryl's yeah. Disco Kitchen. It's wow. a whole scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Cavish in Berkshire, yes. Oh, the posh part of Reading. <laughs> yeah, the posh part, yeah. <laughs> this is The Daily Takeaway. Hope you've enjoyed uh, this particular episode of uh, The Daily Takeaway. Uh, just to reassure you, I know you were worried, Bush, earlier on uh, about if you left your, your roller uh, yes. behind in the studio. Me back roller. Uh, I've emailed Dave and I've let him know, uh, if you see Bush's Kong, don't worry, he doesn't grease it. <laughs> Bush's Kong. Oh, dear. <laughs>